What's up, Buttercups? It's Nate with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. On this podcast, we went over the waiver wire stuff from week one. We hit on the matchups for week two. We went from worst matchup to the marquee matchup of the week, involving yours truly, obviously. Um, and then we talked a little bit with a special guest about the, I don't know, I didn't call it special guest. I got my dad on the damn podcast. Um, we yelled at each other a little bit, had some fun, um, talked some shit about Glenn. And then, um, yeah. So there's that. I know that's it. Week two recorded this Thursday. Uh, started around three something. It's like three thirty something, three forty right now. Um, so trying to get this out before Thursday night games, but that's my timestamp. And hopefully, it's it should be out. I'm gonna quick edit this. Hardly any editing. Um, take out a part where Miley needed a banana, um, but that's about it. So. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Let us know what you think. Um, uh, also, announcement for congratulations announcement to Tony Patriot for reaching 50 episodes in 58 West King podcast available on all platforms. Go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Him and Mac did episode 50 with their recap and predict uh, of week one. There, scratched my nose just now. And uh, Champions Dynasty League is in week two of its inaugural season also. So you can check out Champions Dynasty League podcast available on all platforms. Yep. Hope you enjoy. I'm taking it down this week. And that's a spoiler alert. Let's go. It's week two, Taco Court Fantasy Football League. We're here today to go over a waiver wire recap, and we will be doing the preview for week two. It is Thursday, whatever the day is of week two. So we got games tonight. Hope wanted to get this out a night ago, but we didn't do it. So here we are. All right, we're going to hop into the waiver wire stuff. Uh, since last week, what ended up happening, we had, we'll start Tuesday. So this is the day that the waivers are being put in by people for them to clear on Wednesday morning. So on Tuesday, we had the Scrooge squad, Wayne Henry drop the Lions team quarterback. So as a reminder in our league this year, due to COVID purposes, we use team quarterbacks instead of regular names for quarterbacks because we didn't want like a starting quarterback to get COVID and then everybody else is hoarding quarterback backups and stuff like that. It's just, is a pain in the ass. So give everybody a quarterback because it's just one position you don't want to stash on the on the bench. Um, next, we had Eskimo Brothers, who is Josh Peterson. God, he sucks. Um, he dropped Muhammad Sanu um, because he got cut. And then now he's with the Niners. Um, Debo is IR, I believe it is now. Um, he, his, he has a de- designation on ESPN IR. I, I didn't go look at news or anything. There was nothing in the notes about it, but I did see that today so Muhammad's a new there veteran presence I don't know how that all fits but he knows Shanahan knows that offense and everything like that too so maybe he could fit in with Garoppolo but what's that timing going to be like who knows we'll see 
but he dropped him, so it doesn't matter. It's not on the team. And he dropped Darius Geis. Uh, Darius Geis, who we picked up after the draft, um, picked him up. Um, yeah, I don't know why he would think that guy's coming back to the league, but he dropped him. So some type of sense of, I don't know, but what, you, what do you call that? Common sense in the brain of Josh Peterson. We will continue to talk shit about Josh Peterson until he gets on this podcast to do his get to know you session or the inside Josh Peterson episode. So um, keep ducking me, not answering my messages on Facebook Messenger. Don't got your phone number. Get on the podcast. Continue to get roasted. We might do a. We should do a ro- uh, roast of Josh Peterson without him. Um, so if you're in the league or if you know Josh Peterson, you're listening to this. Let's set up a time. Preferably a weekend night or something like that. We'll set up a, um, you know, Friday, Saturday night or something like that. Set up a uh, the roast of Josh Peterson. All right. So then waivers cleared at 3.09 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Some of the will go from the first waivers to clear to whatever the last ones are, then go up throughout the week. So the first waiver to clear, we had the Lucky Charms Leprechaun himself, Chad, the Chad, drop Steven Sims Jr. from Washington and add MVS from Green Bay for 100 bucks, which is 10%. So I'll just speak in percentages. This is a lot easier. 10% of his fab. So we have a $1,000 fab in this league. Um, so 100 bucks, you know, depending on what it looks like, um, end of the year can be a lot, can not, whatever like that. So Next, we had the Eskimo brothers and Josh add Keelan Cole Sr. Keelan Cole Sr. to his bench. So, dropped Muhammad Sanu, and the first thing he did was spend $1. I don't even know why you spend $1 on a guy, uh, Keelan Cole. So, we do have a minimum of $1 for Fab, so we didn't want people to put in like you got to be able to spend money. So if you run out of money, like you can't do waivers later on. Um, you have to wait till it clears, and then you can go first come first serve. So that's why there's a dollar on there. That's probably why he did the minimum, knowing that no one else would take him because he sucks. Uh, murder boners. That is Octavio. He added Miles Gaskin from Miami for ten percent and dropped Daryl Henderson Jr. from the Rams. Uh, we had Josh add Dontrell Inman for a buck also, and the Scroat Squad. Uh, this is after waivers cleared. Uh, dropped Denzel Mims, who's on the IR, and added Frank Gore for the Jets. Um, I think he's looking for some running back help if you're adding Frank Gore. Um, the guy's probably going to rush for 1,000 yards. That's all Frank Gore does. So, you know, it could be a, a very fruitful move for him um, to be able to add add someone like that who's at least a veteran is going to get the touches and stuff like that more than likely, but it's still the jets. They are fucking terrible. Um, as Tony said in his three takeaways, um, last week. So we had he, Wayne also dropped Bryce love and added Devonta Freeman. Who's a free agent hoping that he gets picked up by somebody. Uh, probably the best spot for him would be somewhere like San Francisco. So you'd need a guy like Mostert to get hurt or something like that to be able to add a Devonta Freeman. Um, somewhere where he can pick up an offense quickly and stuff like that. Um, that's usually what I tend to try to look for. And if I'm going to stash a free agent and I have space on my roster somewhere, is what's the liability likelihood of that person getting to a system that they know so they can fit in quickly? Um, because I think that 
I personally think that adding someone to a new system, new blocking schemes and all that kind of stuff, especially for a running back when pass protection is so heavy and so um, necessary for them to be on the field, um, you want them to be able to pick that those kind of schemes up uh, quickly. Uh, too hot to handle. Brandon added Dalton Schultz from Dallas. Um, the Vinegar Strokes, which is myself, I dropped D.D. Westbrook from Jacksonville and added Corey Davis. This was at 11.06 a.m. So Corey Davis was still out there after a big week. Um, I just I wanted to get rid of somebody. D.D., I got Brashad Perriman, just guys I don't really care for too much, but um, I don't really feel the D.D. Westbrook thing. Um, I think they're going to tank hard, and they accidentally won a game last week. Uh, the players probably want to win, but nobody else in the organization wants to win. So, um, yeah, I don't feel too good good about that guy. So, whatever, he's dispensable for me. Pocket Dogs and James dropped Blake Jarwin and added Greg Olson, who's, I don't know how old he is, but probably close to my dad. And Channel 4 News team added, who is Tony Patriot. We'll get into Tony Patriot later on. I'm going to call him Tony Patriot because his logo in the league uh, the league website or whatever like that on ESPN is a football helmet with the American flag on it. Um, so we're, we're calling him Tony Patriot. He added Steven Sims Jr. and dropped Brian Edwards from Las Vegas. And that is it for waiver wires and pickups all the way up until Thursday. At, right now it is 3.04 p.m. on the East Coast. Getting into week two matchups, we are going to start with the least prolific matchups and go into the marquee matchups of the week. And we will end with a banger. We got Nick who is three penis wine in this league. That is his team named three penis wine and Octavio, who is the murder boners facing off against each other. This is a rematch of our championship game last year. Nick is favored 131 to 126 based off ESPN projections. Um, it's kind of fun because Octavio has been very open in his Inside Octavio Valdez episode about how much he fucking hates Nick. He says, I don't even know the guy, but I fucking hate Nick. That's pretty much how his tone was. Um, things for Octavio, though, that are kind of holding him back is Miles Sanders um, in week one. Kind of hurt him a little bit, but he may be back this week. Uh, looks like he should be back. Um, and he could replace DeAndre Swift, who's in his um, lineup, and make it a little bit closer. But I'm going to take Nick to win with his wide receiver core of having Julio, Mike Evans. Um, he also has Derrick Henry on his squad and Michael Gallup sitting there. Michael Gallup in a shootout this week, more than likely. So um, that should be a fun game to watch if you like points in the NFL. Um, but yeah, give me Nick to win right there. Just think his lineup is overall better at this moment in time. Matchup two, we got Chad against Wayne. So Chad, who is our Lucky Charms leprechaun, and Wayne is the Scrote Squad. We have Wayne being a favorite by three, 136 to 133. Uh, and then Wayne is sitting here, and it's kind of like a good matchup for running backs to see what happens in this, in this segment, segment, I guess, or this week. With Wayne having Dal Cook and Chad having CMC, was CMC like the truth for that week, or was that kind of just an outlier and weird thing that happened with uh, Carolina and Teddy Bridgewater and all this kind of stuff? He looked to seem okay with commanding the offense. 
um weird thing though is like um never mind we're not going to talk about that because i forget what the line is but there's for some reason the betting line in the minnesota and green bay game is it green bay they're playing fuck hold on let me just look it up because this was bugging me earlier um looking it up looking it up it's not green bay indianapolis so minnesota is going to indy and there's no crowds so home field does that really matter too much they're not traveling far but minnesota's a three-point dog against the colts and the colts like i get minnesota lost to green bay but the colts just got fucking molly by jacksonville too so um bounce back game there i don't know over under 48 48 and a half but yeah, the Colts being a three-point favorite, I thought the Colts um, could have a chance at contending for the AFC this year. Uh, I get it, it's one game. We don't want to react too crazy and stuff like that, but Rivers didn't look all that great either. Um, some of that timing stuff is weird. I don't know what it is, but I think it's odd that the Colts are a three-point favorite, just losing to Jacksonville and Minnesota, who still has a squad. They just lost to a really good team uh, last week. So um, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, Chad is sitting here with Kenny Galladay, who hasn't practiced yet um, this week. And he has the, the three Bronco team with Melvin Gordon, Noah Fant, Jerry Judy. I think that stuff, we will continue to highlight that that type of stuff, I think, limits a lot of upside in your rosters. Um, one bad week really kills you. And when you're playing fantasy for championships, you don't need to be risking that kind of stuff late in the season when you're trying to make a playoff push, or you're trying to get into the playoffs. A lot of teams in our league hover around that eight and eight and five, seven and six, six and seven area. So if you're in that six and seven or anywhere between five and six win, not between their two numbers that are right next to each other, but five, six wins, seven wins right at the end of the season, you're competing for a playoff spot just because of the competitive nature of the league. So we've had a couple people win championships that snuck into the playoffs, um, me being one of them. I think James was the same way for his first one. And I think there was another one, too, who just got into the playoffs at, in week 13 and got into it by the tiebreaker of total points scored because they had the same record as another team and then went and ran in the playoffs. So if you're going to get to that point, you don't want to have week 13, week 12, week 11, all these key weeks being put on a team that – if one player who's not any of those three, right, the, the quarterback has a down day, your whole, your whole squad is shot. And um, especially if you're in the playoffs too, that's something you want to try to mitigate, I believe. My own personal preference. But give me Wayne by a mile. He's favored by three. I think it's going to be more. They're projecting Kenny Galladay with points in the lineup too, so it's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, give me Wayne by, by, by a long shot. Matchup three, we got James, who is the pocket dogs against Josh Peterson, Eskimo Brothers. Um, you know, New Year, same old shit. We got James sitting here with the nine-point spread, 136 to 127. James sitting there with D-Hop, Clyde, Edward Solaire, uh, Carson, Lockett, Dak. Um, if you're going to have two players on the same team, you want them to be like the number one, a number one of something. Um you know, you're probably going to get the majority of the touchdowns in that in that team with a guy like Lockett and Carson. Um, so it's not it's not ideal, but it's not that bad. I, I don't think it's definitely not as bad as having three. 
three is really, really tough to do. Um, and then you got people like Josh who went with Kamara in the first round, Lamar and Kelsey in the second and third. I don't know if that's respectively. I think it's the other way, Kelsey and then Lamar in the third. But either way, that really damaged his team. Me and Tony talked about that in the draft recap episode a couple episodes back. Um, not having a plan, it seemed like, for what that ended up looking like, getting Philip Lindsay in like the fifth round or something like that to compliment it. it you know, you should, he should have had a better plan for that. But we did talk, I think before on this podcast or something like that, about how Josh had a year and he's kind of getting better and stuff like that. And he just kind of went back to being old Josh. So uh, I think my Sacco prediction, I think I, I'm pretty sure I predicted him to win the Sacco. Um, it's looking pretty strong right now after one week and getting into week two with it. In the fourth matchup, we got Brandon, who is too hot to handle, going up against Clint. Password is Taco. The line for this is a push. They're sitting both at 132. It's going to be an interesting matchup but because you got you know, Brandon and Clint, respectively, with Russ, Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams, Tyree Kill, Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Clint also is sitting there with Jacobs in his flex, which is a pro tip. We talked about pro tip. Uh, in the draft recap episode with Tony about Nick putting, you know, his Monday night players as late game players in the flex. Uh, I think a lot of people look at RB1, RB2 as their people that are going to produce the most points. And that is the incorrect way to construct your lineup for rostering for the week. Um, you want to be able to have the flexibility and stuff like that to maneuver players later on because what happens if Josh Jacobs gets COVID like Saturday night or something shit like that? And then you're screwed because he was in your running back spot and then you don't have anybody to fit in that running back spot. Or if you do, it's like a backup to a backup or something like that because you're sitting on a flyer. Um, but you got like stud wide receivers on your bench or a stud tight end or something like that that you could fit into your flex. So word of advice for anybody who plays fantasy sports keep your early players in your uh in your regular roster spots and then flex out the people that you want to have for the late games um if possible you know i mean if you got running back you're only starting two running backs and like in this league we have three wide receivers and two flex and you're rostering five wide receivers uh for the week because they're your best matchup guys cool you know put josh jacobs in your running back spot but if you're going to roster three running backs like Clint is this week. He's putting Josh Jacobs in the flex. Make sure you're doing that kind of stuff. Um, time in, time out. Uh, you can see stuff like that. Like if you had Golden Tate this last week, right? You had Golden Tate and you had him in a wide receiver spot and not in your flex and he was playing a later game, then you might have got screwed because Golden Tate didn't play. And then you are left trying to fill with someone else random, right? Um, you can always go to a waiver wire, drop a player or something like that. Or if someone's questionable, you could always leave a roster spot open and then pick up somebody in that, in that last game, you know, last minute or something like that to be able to make that move. So word of the wise there. And then not a pro tip, right, is Brandon sitting here as of 3.15-ish on a Thursday before the Thursday night game with Jarvis Landry and his flex. Not a pro move. Uh, give me – Clint there to win that matchup. And then in matchup number five, second to last matchup, we have my boy Tony Patriot, who is Channel 4 News team in this league. He is also the host of 58 West King podcast on all podcast platforms. That's for his league that he runs. They just hit episode 50. So congrats to Tony Patriot and Matt Graham. 
Tony's, I think, is like really the owner of the podcast, but Matt's the co-commish, and he makes a lot of appearances, and he's super funny. Um, we're kind of having a battle because the guy's shitting on my Charmin toilet paper right now, and um, but he did beat me week one in that league, and he's got all the rights to talk whatever he wants to talk, but calm before the storm, buddy. Calm, calm before the storm. And Tony Patriot's going against my brother Glenn, baby Ruth. Uh, Tony Patriot is favored 132 to 126. Uh, we're going to see some of how this is going to shape out tonight. We got Glenn with Chubb, Mixon, and AJ Green going tonight. Um, I'm interested to see the difference in the Bengals on the primetime game. I think that Joe Burrow and Andy Dalton are complete polar opposites. I think that Andy Dalton is super passive. Um, we always, you know, the thing is, is that Andy Dalton can't play in primetime, but I think Joe Burrow's made for that stop, that spotlight. So, um, I think he's going to do really well, and hopefully that pushes the Browns to do really well as well. Uh, the Browns are favored by six in this game, which I think is kind of weird. Um, I, you know, they they just didn't look in sync and stuff like that, and I get they're going back home, but you know, you got a whole team that's sitting there in the Bengals who felt like they should have won a game last week, and everybody on the offense for the Browns hates life right now. So, interesting to see how that goes. Um, I'm probably going to bet the Bengals plus six in that game. Um, Yep, going to bet it. Um, Then we got Tony Patriot, though, has got a a tough couple matchups with his players. He's got Sean Watson and Will Fuller against Baltimore, so we're interested to see how that is. He's also got Kittle banged up. Um, But they're saying that he should play, but he hasn't practiced all week. It's probably not going to practice all week, and they're going against the Jets. So how much do the 49ers really need a guy like George Kittle to beat the Jets when they have the running attack that they have, when they have all the pass, the little dink and dunk pass catchers that they have and stuff like that? So um, scratch my face if you can hear that. Yeah, but interested to see how that goes. Um, I'm going to say that Glenn gets on the board this week. Uh, he's going to get his win, and he's going to take down Tony Patriot. And – in the marquee matchup of the week, the one that everybody's been waiting for, we just did this in Dynasty, I believe it was last week, in Champions Dynasty League. You can go check out that podcast on all your platforms as well. We took four different leagues amongst a um, bunch of people that we do know, took the top three teams from those four leagues, made a 12-man Dynasty startup this year so to see who like the best manager is out of all of our leagues because we all kind of talk shit about our leagues you know how it is when you're like in the office and stuff all my leagues so competitive all my leagues this all my leagues that whatever well let's figure it out right and what better way to do it than a style that is meant for the long term because all of our people have done well in the long term so uh trade just did beat me in that uh but we're gonna handle this here so in the NBA of all fantasy football leagues. If you want to understand what that is, you can go into the draft recap episode of Champions Dynasty League podcast. Uh, So I'm sitting here with Juju broken up a little bit, a little bit banged up, a little broken. And tonight I'm playing Baker, my boy Baker and OBJ. Um, Interested to see how that goes. I hope that the Bengals come out to something and then it sparks a fire in Baker. I think having the two young quarterbacks, right, who have kind of like a little bit of ego to them, a little swag to them and stuff like that, even though Baker hasn't performed up to what 
people thought he really, really, really would do. Um, I think these type of things are what kind of fuel players like that. So interesting to see how that goes tonight. Um, Trey kind of walked into some good situations here. Uh, he had drafted Jonathan Taylor, I think, in like the fourth round in our league or something like that, fourth or fifth round. It was fairly early for a guy who's going to be splitting cares with Marlon Mack. Um, but, yeah, Marlon Mack goes down. So he's got Jonathan Taylor the rest of the year, and he might have a league winner right there. Um, he won't win the league because he's Trey, but he got a player who's a win league winner. It's a shame that he's on his team. Uh, he's got the uh, Cortland Sutton. The Cortland Sutton, who's been limited in practice uh, as of Wednesday, it was his first kind of sign of practicing. Um, so we'll see how he ends up, if he ends up suiting up or anything like that this week. And then he's also got Austin Hooper tonight. So if we got some Baker touchdowns, um, let's not throw him to Hooper. Uh, Baker, if you're, if you're listening to this pregame, um, OBJ, man, OBJ, hook, hook up my man OBJ. Let's make him happy, and you guys are going to succeed. And you're going to do very well, and you may make the playoffs. Um, but a big, big loss here for Trey is that he lost Michael Thomas this week. So um, give me Nate. Give me Nate. Give me Nate to take this one. And give me Nate to take it by more points than he beat me in Champions Dynasty, which was 18. The spread over there was 17. That was the predictions by Sleeper, which is the platform that we use for our Dynasty League. Uh, Sleeper is a really cool app, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Sleeper's not a sponsor. Sleeper, if you want to sponsor, hit me up. We might move this from ESPN to Sleeper if you want to sponsor. Um, Sleeper's not listening to this, guys. Don't worry about it. No. Like, no. Like, my dad listens to this probably a lot more than Sleeper does. Um, probably a lot more than anybody in my league, too. Um, pretty sure all my downloads come from a Best Buy or um, from my dad and my sister and my mom. Wipe tears. But I'm going to beat him by more than 18 in this week, and there's no doubt in that. So, um, yep, give me that. And next, we're going to hear from a special guest. He has a reply from our last episode with Tony, which Tony said a comment. I got to give him a call, though. So we're going to do this kind of live. I don't want to edit it. I thought about doing some like cool little thing, thingamajig, but uh, we're going to FaceTime him. So let's see if this works. Yes, sir. Dad. Yes. You're on the podcast. Thank you. You listened to the last one with Tony, right? The week yes. one recap? Yes. You did. Do you listen to all the podcasts? I did. I did listen to it once I was doing the dishes. Yeah. I'm a domesticated father. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard that. You are a born again Christian. Yeah. Why? Well, he, he had said something about, uh, you know, these guys embarrassed because they haven't had sex. Just so it's just telling them you're a born again Christian, wait and save yourself from marriage. So then after that, I hung up, I, I stopped the podcast and I went over there and called you and I, Nathan, I got something to confess. What's that? I don't know if you're my son. Well, what do you mean? Well, I'm a born again Christian and I'm still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you you look like a fucking virgin. <laughs> yeah, I do. An old one. I wouldn't fuck you. So um no. there's probably a couple guys in the league that would. That's so what, Hey Nathan, that's uh, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you 
sweat out of me. Hey, so while we got you here, uh, tell us a funny story about Glenn. Well, Glenn's the oldest son in the family. Yep. Okay, Glenn, Stephen, you, Jesse, and me mm-hmm. all went up to an A's game. They were playing the Yankees. It's minor league league they have. Yep. And we were going up there, and Glenn had had diarrhea the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. We get up there. We're about 10 miles from the stadium in the city I don't know, and Glenn's got to go. And he's sitting in the back of the station wagon getting ready to, to blow it out, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and he's saying, Dad, Dad, I got to go, I got to go. And I said, well, that's Galen. I don't know where anything is here. So finally, I just get off the freeway, and I'm trying to find a convenience store or something. Well, I got off in a neighborhood that has nothing in it except houses. And then I'm driving all through the neighborhood. And finally, I see a little corner gas station. He gets, he jumps out. He goes in. And he's waiting for this lady to get out. She got out. So he goes in there. And then when he comes out, I said, did you make it? He said, yeah. He said, but there wasn't any, there wasn't any toilet paper in there. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God. Well, what did you use? He said, I used the sports page. So <laughs> <laughs> the standing joke with Glenn is, is every time, he, you know, I didn't get my paper today, uh, Glenn. Uh, you might have thought he'd read the sports page. Oh, you missed. Let me read the sports page. That, that's probably why he's not good at fantasy football, because he can't get any sports fucking information, because it's all still stuck between his ass cheeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was funny as hell. It's almost as funny as me flying into a ditch. Yeah. yeah. What was that? What was that like flying into that ditch, leaving Stanford Stadium? That ditch. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing, the big thing about it was I didn't want to land on my beautiful face. <laughs> then, it, <laughs> then it would really have been screwed up. We couldn't tell if you landed on your face or your ass, regardless of what it fucking looked like. So. Yeah. No, they both looked. Yeah, all wrinkled, <laughs> dimpled, and half hairy. That's right. Yep. Well, maybe half hairy. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're waxing your ass now? It was like, oh shit, here I go again. And then I fell down. <laughs> Just don't break nothing, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Standing up on the top of the little levy thing that I fell at you, and you all have your ass up. <laughs> and I'm down there at the bottom looking up at you guys. Don't worry, I'm okay. I'm okay. What I what I when I edited that podcast, I had to edit out like 45 seconds of Glenn just like nonstop laughing when before he could like tell me about Dad like falling in the ditch. (laughs) Yeah, it's like his most memorable moment of life right there. So yeah, cool. Um, any of the podcasts that you've listened to so far, uh, or people that you have any recollection of that? Um, you thought were funny or you had question marks or you think something about them? Do you remember? I don't listen to podcasts. You listen to my fucking podcast. You at least tell me. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Dad. My podcast. You said that you had, did I listen to any other podcast? Yeah, like we're on podcast number whatever. I mean, like one of the fucking 15 that I've recorded. I know you don't listen to shit. I know. <laughs> so, you remember anything from any of the other ones? Uh, I remember you had Layla on there. Yeah. What was that like? Did you did you smile when you heard it? 
wonder why you never had me on. Well, shit, you can't even remember a damn thing. What are we going to talk about? That? What are we going to talk about? What was that? What are we going to talk about? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fuck <that>? you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, you were feeding her answers, though. I wasn't feeding her shit. We were just sitting here talking. I didn't yeah. feed her a damn thing. Yeah. That was her. She's the one who wanted to record it too. She she was like, Dad, let's go make some content. So we came up, put Miley, we put Miley to bed and then uh came in here and recorded. And I was like, What do you want to talk about? So I, I had her I came up with a couple little questions here and there or something like that for her. And then she wanted to talk about Pokemon cards and show her Pokemon cards. Cause you know, I record the video stuff too, but I don't really put that out yet. So, um, most of the stuff is stuff that she wanted to talk about, but she got really nervous when she got close to the mic. Like we mess around, like she'll carry around her iPad all day and, um, and record herself on video. Like, Hey guys, what's up? This is just me. I'm about to change from this shirt to this shirt. So hold on and see the update. Right. And then she talks super smooth and then she'll put her iPad down. And so you can't see her like, you know, chest or whatever like that while she's changing and she'll change it. And she'll be like, so what's up? You think I, you think I look good guys? And then she'll send it to like her cousins and stuff like that. So, um, but she does that kind of stuff. But whenever she got on this, she was like really kind of shy and timid. So she was just like one answer little stuff. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to feed her like questions that she can answer quickly. So. Are you actually making the new? Uh, yeah, we're recording right now. I'm recording right now, and I got my FaceTime stuff uh, hooked up to my little thing here. So um, I had I have to, you know, I hit that little record button on there, and then it records your call, and then my microphone into the same thing. Uh -huh. 2020. Twenty twenty. Shut up, oh, Bailey. Yeah. So my dad's in the uh, pizza shop that my mom runs right now where I grew up for my entire life. And when I go on leave, I have to work longer hours there than I do at my own fucking job and stand on my feet all damn day um, just to be able to hang out with my mom. <laughs> what was that? You don't have to do shit here when you come home. You choose to work with your mother. Yeah, because I want to see her. And you want to see her. Yeah. And you love her so much. And that's the only reason. So don't go saying I have to work. Oh, I have to because I'm going to. Here's why I have to, Dad. Here's why I have to. Yes, I am not obligated to do so, right? But I have to because I'm going to feel like shit about myself if I don't. So, therefore, I have the own expectation for myself to. I say I have to do it because I feel like that is the right thing for me to do. You get to do it. Oh, you get blessed by my presence, Dad. People sit there and say, oh, I got to go to work today. No, but people sit there and say, like, like I make a joke about it. Like, I work more hours and stuff like that when I go back home, right? But it's like, I actually enjoy that kind of work because I get to interact with a lot of different people all throughout the day. You know, you can put a smile on someone's face by just making a joke or, you know, saying something as simple as, like, hey, I appreciate you or whatever like that. Around and the ones you don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That's you know that's that's my number one signature move. It's been my it's been my thing ever since you know I was a teenager was mooning people. The last time I would see them for a while, that's why I did it to you before I went to basic training. 
is the last, last, last thing you saw before I graduated was my ass as I drove off. Yeah. Yep. Par for the course. But, all right, Dad, I'm going to get off here. I am trying to, I got to get this thing out here. What? Not that I was looking for your ass You were looking for my ass. I got a sweet ass. <laughs> I got the best ass in, in the morning name. But I'm going to get off here. I got to put this thing out. It's like 3.30 Eastern and Thursday night games start here in like three hours, four hours. So. Okay. All right. Peace out. All right. Go fuck yourself, Dad. Love you. I will. Be the best piece I ever got. <laughs> All right. Bye. And that was my dad. Uh, anyways, um, if you like what we're doing here, consider giving a subscribe. Give it a, a rating on Apple or whatever the platform that you choose to use. Uh, write a review. Uh, write a review in Apple. Um, Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, anybody else you want to get on the podcast, even if you have a friend that, or it's somebody that I do know or something like that, that's listening that just wants to talk football and stuff like that, or just talk anything life stuff. Uh, let's do that. Um, it's kind of my, my show. So it's our show. It's our league show, but everybody's kind of, um, into talking about whatever. Um, we usually just have time restrictions and stuff or the other people do They're you know, they're all doing all their own things and stuff like that. So we try to fit them in when they can. Um, but Oh, I could always flex schedules and stuff like that. So, uh, yep. I get. I don't know. I I'm been watching a lot of YouTube. You know, subscribe, hit the notification bell, like it, share it, comment, whatever you whatever you'd like to do. If you find that this thing provides you any value, whether that be informational for fantasy, for regular sports, for whatever sports betting stuff, or sports cards, probably talk a little bit more about that because I I'm into sports cards really heavy right now. Um, I just got. I got it. I bought into a break. There's a guy out here at, um, I know we were going to sign off, but this is a cool story and I'll share the pictures and stuff like that later on, or we'll talk about it. But I bought into a break, uh, last night. Um, it was, there's a guy on one of the bases that he's a cargo pilot, um, that I met and he runs a break room for sports cards. And last night he had a six box mixer of different cards from 2020 only and there was like four spots left and i saw it had been posted like two hours prior to and he hadn't got it filled yet so i went in and i was like screw it i'll just buy the most expensive team it was like 180 bucks for the dolphins and i pulled a couple tuas which were pretty dope um that will make that money back and then um raw the cards raw just as they are if i grade them they come back decent nine or ten um yeah, we'll triple, quadruple that cash. Um, probably hold, I'm probably going to grade it so that um, – because I don't think Tua's going to start for a little while, so I'll send it to PSA on a 20-day, get it back in like two months, and then hopefully Tua's playing at that time. One big game, boom, flip it, because I don't think Tua's going to last long. Um, but also, after that, he broke a single box of Mosaic Football 2020. So it's the first uh, big Panini product to come out for – um, NFL football with jerseys and stuff like that from the NFL teams. Like one of the signature, it's the first year that they're doing mosaic for football. They've done it for basketball two years now or a couple of years now, um, but um, it's competing with Prism a little bit. So because they have different color refractors and all this kind of stuff in there. And there's a lot of base cards in there. So you can get a lot of cards for the money that you're paying or whatever like that. So he, he was like, hey, I'm going to rip one of these 55 bucks, whatever. I had like $20 of credit because I'll sit there and watch it. He'll give out credit for certain things and stuff like that. So 
I had like 20 bucks of credit on his, in his, uh, in my account with him. So I bought him for like 30 bucks and I ended up with, um, I ended up with the Bengals. Uh, who was it? It was the, it was fucking sweet teams, but the big one was the Bengals. Oh, Bengals and the Ravens. So I traded away the bucks. So I got two teams. So it was a 16 team, a 16 person. You get two teams for the break for 55 bucks. So you're paying 27 bucks a team or whatever like that. So I ended up getting random teamed out with, I got the Bengals and the Bucks. traded the Bucks for the Ravens for a guy who was a Tampa fan. I ended up pulling a Joe Burrow, Red Mosaic, Joe Burrow, another, another Joe Burrow, but the red one's like a $400, $500 card raw by itself. Uh, so I'm going to grade that fucking thing. And then, um, especially because I believe in the dude. And then I ended up with a, uh, a Lamar Jackson, uh, cosmic, whatever. I forget what the fucking thing is called, but, um, it was like an $80 card or something like that. So that was pretty fun. And then the break after that, I ended up with some pretty good stuff too. Cause I ended up buying into the next one. Cause I was like, Oh, whatever. There's another one too. And I'm on a heater and I got something pretty dope in that one too. I forgot what it was, but it was pretty sick. So, um, I'll show those cards later on, but if you find any value in that kind of stuff, or you want to talk about those things or you're into it, um, or you want to learn stuff, we can talk about learning stuff and I'm always trying to learn stuff too. So, uh, I'm not saying I know everything or anything like that, but, um, I just I'm really into it, learn a lot about it. And when I'm into something, I'm trying to learn something, go full bore. Um, so, um, yeah, it's definitely fun. So I want to talk about those kinds of things. Uh, hit me up. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Naterade530, N-A-T-E-R-A-D-E-530. Uh, 530 is the area code in which I grew up. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, you got the area code. That's so, you know, 2007 or whatever like that. But it's where I'm from, and hopefully it's part of my story one day. So um, probably never go back, but uh, coming from that area and stuff like that, um, there's a lot of good people who come from that area that did really good things, but it's kind of like the welfare drug, you know, per capita capital of California and stuff like that. So, you know, people, it's a, that's the way life is, or a little man can't get ahead shit. So trying to defeat that. And there's a lot of other people out there that are doing the same things too. So also check out Tony's podcast. We talked about it earlier. 58 West King podcast available on all platforms. They just hit 50. Um, that was a fun episode and congratulations to Tony. Was that Miley? In a minute. Okay. My daughter Miley came up with a banana. Daddy, can you open this? Give me a minute. Recording a podcast. Literally, I'm done in a minute. So, yeah, check out his podcast. Uh, they're doing fun stuff over there. And then we got Champions Dynasty League podcast. Talked about that a little bit ago. All those things are linked in the show notes. So, anyways, uh, good luck to everybody except for Trey. Uh, you can go fuck himself. And congrats, Tony Patriot, on hitting 50 on your podcast. This is Nate for Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. We're out. We're out.